节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Premier Su Zhengchang says that the government will safeguard Taiwan's democracy and will not allow Taiwan to be annexed by Beijing. A pilot strike at Taiwan-based China Airlines has come to an end. And Defense Minister Yen Defa says the military has not been affected by Google Maps' release of 3D images covering four Taiwanese cities. But first, today's top story. Premier Su Zhengchang says that the government will safeguard Taiwan's democracy and will not allow Taiwan to be annexed by Beijing. Su was speaking at a legislative session on Friday, where lawmakers asked questions about cross-strait relations. Su said that Taiwan has always expressed goodwill in its handling of cross-strait ties. However, he said Beijing maintains that Taiwan is part of China and proposed earlier this year plans to rule Taiwan under a one-country, two-system structure. Su said that President Tsai Ing-wen's opposition to Beijing's plan has garnered support from Taiwan's public. He said, "No interpretation of cross-strait ties matters as long as Beijing continues to insist on one country, two systems." He said, "The government's responsibilities to safeguard Taiwan's democracy and the safety of its people remain unchanged." A pilot strike at Taiwan-based China Airlines has come to an end. In all, the week-long strike affected nearly 50,000 passengers and cost the company 600 million NT dollars, or 20 million U.S. dollars, in losses. As normal flights resumed Friday, Transportation Minister Lin Jialong called the end of the strike a weight off the shoulders. Lin said this has been the first time the airline's pilots have held a strike on such a large scale. He said the airline now needs to conduct comprehensive reform and focus on aviation safety and customer service. In addition to improving the employer-employee relationship, the first step should be taken in terms of structural reform and reforms at the managerial level. After this crisis, there are other important tasks like compensation for passengers and addressing the impact on travel agencies. China Airlines is Taiwan's flag carrier and largest aircraft operator. The government has a majority stake in the company. Lin declined to comment on whether the government has any plans to privatize the company. He said that as Taiwan's flag carrier, the airline is more than just a competitive business. He said China Airlines plays an important role in the aviation industry and in Taiwan's diplomacy as well. Defense Minister Yen Defa says the military has not been affected by Google Maps' release of 3D images covering four Taiwanese cities. Yen was speaking Friday in an interview amid concerns that the images could affect national security. That's because the images include the locations of missile bases as well as the National Security Bureau. Yen said the government has already asked Google to take Taiwan's security into consideration. He also said that Taiwan's military facilities have protective measures in place. The important thing is to exercise military capabilities. The barracks in peacetime do not necessarily play the same role during a war. There is a procedure for exercising and maintaining effective military capabilities. The public can rest assured, as we will deal with the matter. Yes, said the defense ministry will not allow advanced technology to impact Taiwan's military. 
Taiwan's Pacific ally, the Marshall Islands, has appointed a new ambassador to Taipei. Ambassador Nejon Rima Edwards met with President Tsai Ing-wen on Friday to deliver her credentials. During the meeting, President Tsai said that Taiwan and the Marshall Islands have continued strengthening their cooperation in the years since she took office. She said bilateral ties have been advanced through her meetings with the president of the Marshall Islands and through exchanges in a variety of fields. Tsai cited last year's visa waiver agreement and an agreement on Coast Guard cooperation as examples of steps towards closer relations. Tsai said Taiwan's contributions to other countries' development and to regional peace and stability are plain to see. She said that the Marshall Islands president has felt the determination of Taiwan's people to participate in the international community. Tsai also said Taiwan hopes to work together with the Marshall Islands to make their shared vision for sustainable development a reality. The first bionic legs to be developed in Taiwan have been unveiled. The legs allow the physically challenged, including stroke patients and those with spinal injuries, to stand and walk freely. The cost for a pair comes to one million NT dollars, or thirty-three thousand U.S. dollars. That's significantly cheaper than the roughly five million NT dollars, or one hundred sixty-six thousand U.S. dollars, needed to buy U.S. or European models. National Taiwan University Hospital introduced Taiwan's first bionic legs to the public Wednesday. The bionic legs are a wearable mobile machine consisting of a powered exoskeleton. The legs allow patients to stand and walk without assistance. To start the device, the wearer sends a signal by pressing a black button on one of the walking sticks. The robotic tool is also able to monitor the wearer's movement, stopping automatically when the wearer is about to fall or lose balance. National Taiwan University Hospital Dr. Liu Honghui says the Taiwan-made device allows patients to stand and walk on their own. Unlike Japanese models that require the wearer to exert some effort before the legs will move. Paula Chell, RTI News. Taiwan's publishing industry has hit hard times. Though sales have seen a slight rebound in recent years, some publishers and bookstores are struggling. The head of one publishing house believes that Taiwan's changing demographics are a factor behind the industry's decline. In Taiwan, readers are a dying breed. According to the Culture Ministry, the average Taiwanese person read 8.5 books in 2015. Last year, by contrast, the average person only managed to finish four books. The total value of book sales in Taiwan fell by nearly half from 2010 to 2016. There was a slight uptick in sales in 2017, and the figures for 2018 are likely to show a continued upward trend. But this doesn't mean the book market will return to the good times it once enjoyed. Taiwan has lost 400 bookstores over the past decade. On a Taipei street popularly known as Book Street, restaurants and hotels have replaced many old bookshops. Publishers are hurting too. Li He is the president of a publishing house where the size of print runs has fallen sharply in recent years. He says the aging of Taiwan's population is to blame for the declining book market. According to Mr. Li, 20 to 40-year-olds form the key book-buying demographic in Taiwan. However, a low birth rate means that the number of people in this age bracket has dropped. With Taiwan's demographic woes set to continue, publishers are now looking to the government for help. They hope for a government strategy that will encourage content creation and the sale of rights for Taiwanese books overseas. John Van Trieste, RTI News.
one of Taiwan's leading weightlifters, is considering retirement. The announcement from the 25-year-old Olympic medalist has left fans shocked. Taiwan's top female weightlifter Guo Xingchun says the 2020 Tokyo Olympics could be her last competition. She says that she wants to travel the world after retirement and then return to her hometown to open up a breakfast shop. Guo has been winning medals in major international competitions since 2011. Her notable achievements include a bronze medal at the 2016 Rio Olympics and a gold medal at the 2018 Asian Games held in Jakarta. At 25, Guo is considered a superstar in the world of Taiwanese professional sports, and many believe her career still has many years to go. Guo's talk of retirement has left many fans in disbelief. However, Guo says she does not have concrete plans, and that she may compete in the 2022 Asian Games if her body is up to the task. Jake Chen, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.